everybody. Welcome to Candid Conversation with Sheriff Greg Countryman. We have here today with us Captain John Thomas of the Patrol Bureau for the Muscogee County Sheriff's Office. And we also have to my left here um, of me, my Command Sergeant, Larry Marshall. Good day, everybody. Welcome to the show. And we also have in the studio that you may not see uh, the pretty redhead lady uh, in the studio uh, that has all of the answers. And so um, we have Chelsea in the house with us, too. So, Chelsea, no, you're not on camera, but thank you for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. What do we have going on today, Chelsea? Okay, so we have a couple questions about this muckraker thing that's going out. The mutt who? <laughs> Thanks, you say wrecker. Mutt wrecker, okay. Is that the name of it? Mutt wrecker? Mutt wrecker. Okay, what about it? So there's a post going around saying that uh, one of our deputies asked uh, someone from CPD to leave. And I know you said you wanted to be open and honest. To leave where? To leave the city council chambers. Oh, I'm familiar with that. Uh, what was it? What did the article say? Because I don't read the, what is it called? The, the uh, mutt wrecker? Muck raker. Muck raker. Okay. It says CPD assistant chief forced to leave council meetings so NAACP head could attend. CPD assistant chief David Kennedy was ordered to attend the March 14th council meeting, though she was wrongfully forced to leave by an MCSO deputy who claimed she was not permitted to stand along the back wall. Well, that's not true. Um, now, we do ask everybody to not stand on the wall for safety issues. We were asked by um, members of government if we could monitor those on the wall. They wanted them to um, stand at a halfway point be between where the council sits and the wall due to us being over security for the government center and all government buildings. We said that it would be easier for no one um, not to stand on the wall, and that includes other public safety agencies and so we want a safe council we want a safe environment so um, based on the knowledge that I have that uh, she was asked to to um, come off of the wall come off the, come off the side wall or either find a seat or somewhere else in the back and for those that uh, want to um, dig into this further you can ask for the camera footage under the Georgia Open Records Act we would be more than happy to provide that uh, but no one was asked to leave the city council chambers. Um, if, if a person is not disruptive or doing anything out of order, we just do not do that. I would be more than happy to open up an investigation on that um, because that's just something that we do not do. That's something that we do not stand for. And if anybody in law enforcement um, would even put out that type of a falsehood, um, I would really, really feel sad about that because we should stand for what's right. We should be about integrity. We are not above the law. And we have to think about those that we, um, um, those that we serve. And so we have to be honest about everything. But I can absolutely, absolutely say that that is a falsehood, that that is, that is not true, is nowhere near being truthful. And so... I stand on that because I happened to be at the council um, and I saw a lot of what was happening. That was not the first person that we asked to not stand on the wall during the council meeting. Um, I recall seeing uh, two or three other males on the wall 
on that same right side, and um, they were asked to move, and they they moved. They did not leave the council, so um, um, but we want a safe council, and that's our responsibility, and that's what we're going to carry out. So let's get into the show. So we don't want to let that take over the show, but this is Friday. This is Funny Friday. Anything going on on Funny Friday? I'll start it off with Funny Friday because you know me. I always want to keep it comedy, but just want to ask you a question around the room because um, nobody will probably talk about it, but if you happen to get on the elevator, and, it, and this has happened a lot, we have four elevators in the government center. Um, truth. If you get on the elevator and you know that somebody somebody passed gas on the elevator, <laughs> do you look at them and say, I know you didn't just do that. And if they get off the elevator and somebody else gets on the elevator and, and they're looking at you, so do you say anything or do you just look up at the lights in the elevator and just hope to God that your floor comes soon? Command Sergeant. <clears throat> Well, it was you that passed the gas, huh? Not that time. Okay. But no. <laughs> but no, I would uh I would have to say something. Okay. Being me, you know, and and there's two of us on the elevator and I know I ain't released nothing mm-hmm. and I see the green fog or smoke coming from the other side <laughs> which is evidence. Right. So, you know, we keep cameras on to capture evidence. All right. But I would have to say something to that person but I would make sure I got off the elevator before they did and also let me put out this disclosure too this is after hours and so we don't want anyone thinking that we are um, that we're having fun doing work hours although that we have fun in the the Muskogee County Sheriff's Office you walk up on the floor and you're going to hear nothing but laughter but we have a happy family here Captain Thomas yes sir what do you do I am a captain with the uh, uniform. No, 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 no. What do you do on the elevator? Oh, on the, oh. Pass I'm sorry. Gas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe my option in that situation would be, um, to hold especially it. if somebody else gets on the elevator, I think I'm going to have to throw out the, uh, the notification that I did not <laughs> do that and, um, and apologize for it. Okay. Because uh, okay. I definitely don't want to be the one accused of uh, You don't want to be falsely accused. fogging up the elevator. All no, right. Definitely don't want to be falsely accused. All right. Well, that was the first part of our um, Funny Friday because Friday, you know, we always want to leave you something pleasant for the weekend, but we want to go into the reason why we're here. Captain Thomas is with the Muscogee County Sheriff's Office. He's uh, captain over our Uniform Patrol Division or Bureau, rather. And we, and he's also, um, what's your title for the Governor's Office of Highway Safety for West Georgia? What's I'm that the, title? I'm uh, the coordinator for the West Central Track Enforcement Network with the uh, Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Okay, great. And so we, we, we want to highlight that because we want to let the public know the measures that the Governor in the um, Highway, in the Governor's Office of Highway Safety, the the measures that they're taking to keep our roadways safe. So what are some of those measures? So some of those measures um, that the Governor's Office of Highway Safety pushes for is um, our first priority is to reduce serious injuries and fatalities in motor vehicle crashes. And and through that, we have um, technically divided the state up into several regions, as ours, like I said, is the West Central region. 
And uh, by doing that, we can really get down to the the bare minimum as far as reaching out to people by minimizing and breaking it down into those regions where we can contact the most people possible. And uh, really we do that two ways, through educational events and then through the enforcement side, which is what we do when we do our monthly meetings. We'll go to our, so in our region there's 14 counties um, and we'll reach out, myself and my assistant coordinator, I will <coughs> mention him, he's Officer Chris Slocum with the America's Police Department. And we reach out to the different agency heads throughout our region and uh, you know, ask them to host an event. We'll go there and what we do is basically we'll come together, do some networking because it's important to meet the people you're working with on a daily basis from other agencies, from other counties, you know, and create that strong network as you can communicate with each other. If you see any problems that are coming up in your area, you can pass that information along. But what we do, we'll partner up, um, we'll network a little bit, usually have some training involved, and then we like to go out and do a road check. And that's where that education and enforcement comes into play. We're going to, of course, educate people by when they come through the checkpoint, if, if we can point out something that's, that's not right with their vehicle, not right with their registration, with their license. We like to point that out and, and take that opportunity to educate them. But of course, along with that comes the enforcement side of it. And unfortunately, we do have to issue some citations, some written warnings, um, you know, to drive that fact home that we're out there to reduce serious injuries and fatalities in motor vehicle crashes. And of course, I think that by doing that, by breaking it down into those regions, we can really, you know, maximize our potential to reach people. That's awesome. That's awesome. And one thing that I love about going to the network meetings is that you get a chance to see your brothers and sister in law Absolutely. enforcement guys that you hadn't seen for a while. And when you can get, you know, six, seven counties in the same room, six, seven cities in the same room, and, you know, you see, uh, state troopers, you see um, D and R there, you see police officers, deputy sheriffs, sheriffs and chiefs. That's a good thing because it it actually um, helps to solidify what we do in law enforcement as brothers and sisters that we get a chance to, you know, sometimes exhale because in this job that it's a thankless job and a lot of people really don't realize what we go through day in and day out um, that you know that that we're uphold that we have to uphold the law but we're counselors we're ministers and everything else and sometimes you just need that um, you need to be able to exhale to have that camaraderie because um, parents will hold us sometimes to a higher standard Definitely. than they hold themselves to when we go on a 30-minute call but you know we have to deal with those type issues deal with civil issues domestic issues we have to deal with um with uh, fugitives um jail bureau but it's just everything and and so it's always good to be around our brothers to where we can network we can have fun we can break bread with and and as you said at the end of the day you go out and you educate others because um so much can happen on the roadway as you see i believe it was last week that we had a fatality here yes. that uh that uh we had a young lady to end up hitting um, a, a young man right there off of Macon Road getting on to, to um, 85. And so traffic enforcement is very, very serious. And I just, I really applaud the, the, uh, the, uh, government office, the governor's office for what they've been doing. 
not just under this governor, but but I know governors for the past 12 or 16 years yes, that they've been doing this. And so that has um, really, really served well. But but uh, I think that the good thing about it, too, was that we help others to, I mean, that we also look out for less safe drivers right. that's out there on the highway and on the roadways, impaired drivers. And, you know, when you have people getting off work, they've had a long day or, you know, innocent people that's out here, a little bit of alcohol can really change the whole life of a person. Because when you have one or two drinks and you may feel good, but your reaction time is going to be slower. For those that are not wearing seatbelts may not understand that if you're in an accident and even if you crash at 40 miles an hour, your body is going through that vehicle at 30 or 40 miles an hour. If that child is not buckled up properly, that means that that child travels through that vehicle at the same speed of the impact. And so I commend um, you for what you do for the Muscogee County Sheriff's Office and representing us in that area. And, you know, I've, I've been doing this for 32 years and I can't tell you the number of accidents that I've gone on and I've seen um, innocent kids killed um, because of something that the driver did. And so um, I really applaud you for what you do, but I think that it's good that we educate the public on this. Command Sergeant, you got anything? Well, I just, for one, I applaud you, Sheriff, for uh, allowing Captain Thomas to be involved in that because to me, it's so important that the public knows how much goes into trying to make the highways safe. There's so much goes on behind the scene to uh, kind of prepare them before the holidays, before these big events come up, just to drive safe and to not to drink and drive. Because most folks don't realize when they're doing it, they're not the examples that they need to be because we have our younger kids to get out there and start drinking and driving. Why? Because the examples that have been before them, their parents are out drinking and driving. So any life that's saved is a life worth saving. Because uh, that's, I mean, it's just so important. But I'm so glad that things like this kind of help the public know how much goes involved, involved in keeping the streets safe and saving lives. So. But again, I appreciate you and applaud you for being that involved to have someone from your agency to get deeper in it so we know that we're playing a great part in it. You know, and I like the part, too, what Captain Thomas said about educating drivers, that that uh, each time law enforcement pull over a driver, it's not necessarily to give them a ticket. It's to educate someone. And so we have, we, we have pamphlets here, even... Um, for for young drivers what to do if you're pulled over by a law enforcement officer because so many uh, people can look at social media or 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 they 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 may just have a natural fear of law enforcement and when you pull them over they're thinking the worst instead of thinking the best because we are their friends we are here to protect them but at the same time educate them and we want safe roadways, and so is so is nothing wrong, um, you know, with a traffic stop because the more traffic stops that are made out there, it helps to reduce road fatalities, and so that is a 
that is a good um, segue to end this conversation. It is Friday, and so it is after hours, and so we will not be long, but we just wanted to send something out to the public and um, let them know about the Governor's Office of Highway Safety and what it stands for when I was with the Marshal's Office. We were part of the Governor's Office of Highway Safety then, and I'm, um, and I'm equally excited to be a part of it um, as sheriff. And so I thank you for what you do. Um, also thank Lieutenant Jet Thomas also, <laughs> which is also <laughs> Uh, you know, he works under you. He's Absolutely. your son. And how old is Jet now? He is five now. Jet is five. And Jet is a lieutenant with the Muscogee County Sheriff's mm-hmm. Office. And yes. Jet is good on um, either firing people or either writing you up. Very good. Very good. Very and good. so. Very uh, direct. <laughs> very direct. And so we we did some marketing commercials recently. And Jet is part of the Sheriff's Office. And Jet saw that he was Jet saw he was not in the commercial. And what did he do? He was very unhappy. Um, he looked at me, went outside, and took a moment, which was really funny. But it was also intriguing at the same time. Like he had to clear his mind. He was he was upset about it. He said, "Daddy, I don't guess I'm a deputy anymore. I wasn't on that commercial." And then shortly thereafter, he proceeded to write me up and fire me on the spot. <laughs> he was very direct. Did he have on his Did he have on his cowboy hat? He of course put that ten gallon hat on that one gallon head. I All right. It, I guess it's his thinking hat. He right. Clear his thoughts by putting that hat on. Going he outside, looking together. like horse yeah. Cartwright. Yeah. All right. He came back in and proceeded to write me up and fire me. Wow. We. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I tell you, boy. Good thing we, we don't all have supervisors like that. It'd be rough. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But we actually made it up, so uh, yeah, he's going to be in our next marketing marketing correction. The chief wants to know if Jet will fire command for his sweater comments on the last podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure Jet would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All we got to do is just let Jet know uh, he's going to be in the next commercial, and uh, I'm pretty sure that he would write him up and fire him. I'm almost 100% sure he would. Okay. I mean, right to the point. But let me just add that Jed is practicing his commercial. Right. He, he's, he's ready to go. He he's has a damn pack. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, I'm going to have to get Jet to come on come on here one Friday and co-host with oh, me. He would love it. Would and love so, it. yeah. And He's so, got a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's going on tomorrow for the weekend? I believe that we have uh, 100 women on the move that they are going to be um, doing a um, – it's going to be a rally. And, Chelsea, do you have the details of that, what that rally is going to be for? Yes. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. Stop the violence. Um, I was thinking domestic violence, but that's normally in October. But it's a but but it's a stop the violent mm-hmm. um, um, motorcade, and so the sheriff's office will be leading leading that our motor units as well as some of our patrol units. And I know that uh, we have the uh, Columbus chapter 100 women on the move. I know the mayor will be there speaking the police chief as well as myself about violence in our city. Is that correct? That's correct. And what time does that start? It starts, I think it starts, was it 11? At 11. It's going to be at 11 at the Civic Center. And 95.3 FM. And 95.3 FM will be there on hand. So 95.3 FM, 100 women on the move, as well as the, uh, the mayor, police chief, and myself will be there. 
tomorrow. So feel free to come out, and they're asking for everyone to wear all black. So I don't know if I will wear, wear all black. I may wear a black jacket and wear some blue jeans, so don't get mad at me if I don't wear all black. But uh, this has been Candid Conversation with Sheriff Greg Countryman and Captain John Thomas and Command Sergeant Larry Marshall, and we have the unseen lady in the room, Chelsea, just like on Andy Griffin, that they have a person that's unseen, and that's Sarah. So nobody's never seen Sarah. I don't know if you guys will ever see Chelsea. But with that being said... They don't see is that video Command was in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Command Sergeant, um, we... And also, um, we are going to be um, hosting... I should have said this early, but we will be hosting a CWA and um, a... Um, golf fundraiser for the Georgia Sheriff's Boys Home. And so if you see us out on the corners holding out hats or out at Walmart, uh, drop a donation in for the Georgia Sheriff's Boys Home, and uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Anything else going on that we're working on? Because we have so much stuff going on uh, before we end. Police and fire games. The police and fire games. Um, That's right. And... The uh, police and fire games is is going on. That's June. June eighteenth. June eighteenth kicks off, so it goes Monday through Friday. Okay, and so it's going to be um, it's going to be about five or six day event, and so um, the police and sheriff side versus the fire side. So we're going to see who wins. I hear that the fire side is good at kickball, and so um, and also um, and also coloring. But on the but on the police and sheriff side over here that you know that we normally take care of the physical thing. So for Chief Sal Scarper and your guys, we've seen your videos of you guys going out to hire these models to wear speedos, standing next to a fancy ski boat. Don't make me take off my shirt and stand next to a and and then stand next to a real boat. Why are you laughing, come on? Don't you want to see me with my shirt on? I pass. <laughs> I plead the fear. And Chelsea is turning red over there. So, well, I'll well I will go home and take off my shirt and and uh, I just let my, my wife see me when I leave here. With that being said, you guys have a good fun weekend. This is Fun Friday on uh, Candid Conversation with Chef Greg Hunchman. Take care. God bless. <laughs>